Welcome to Lead with Confidence, the podcast where we will explore the journeys of leaders who inspire, empower, and believe in others. Join me to discover your self-confidence in love, life, and leadership. I'm Desiree Petrick, owner of Intentional Action, motivational speaker, and executive coach, and I can't wait to join your journey to learn what it means to lead with confidence. Hey friends, welcome back to the Lead with Confidence podcast. I'm excited that you're here. I'm excited about finalizing this Foundation of Self Framework series. So for those of you who are new, this is the third section of a three-part series. So we are going to talk about the Foundation of Self Framework, which is essentially a framework that helps you take control of your own happiness and your own thoughts. So if you haven't had an opportunity to listen to the first and second in this series, I do encourage you to go back and listen to those. However, ultimately, this message does stand alone. So if you want to just stick around and kind of piece it together, you're more than welcome to do that. I have had a rough couple of weeks. So if you've listened to those episodes, they are maybe a little bit more vulnerable than I would typically share. So um, welcome to my world. But this one is going to be a little bit more overcast. It's going to be a little bit of an umbrella to everything else that we've talked about because like we've mentioned, for the foundation of self-framework, it is not a you have to reach this level in order to move on to the next level. It is a you can be working on all of these things in conjunction with one another. So I'm going to give you a quick recap just so that we can remember what we've already talked about. The tier one is all about the things that we can control, all of those little daily things that we can incorporate into our lives that are going to help us to have a more stable and rounded foundation. Things like physical health, mental health, relationships, the work that we put into personal development, whether it be podcasts or reading personal development books, our sleep structure, our skills within our career, hobbies, on and on and on. So all of these things have a direct outcome based on the amount of work that we put into them. Tier two being all of the things that we want to be more of in life. If you want more confidence, more consistency, more discipline, more integrity, more humor, whatever it might be, it is contingent on the fact that you first describe what success would look like in that area. For you, what would it look like to be more confident? What would it look like for you to feel more authentic? What would it look like for you to be more honest, more consistent? We are all living on a spectrum of one person looking like the complete opposite of another person. We are all somewhere on that spectrum. So in order to make sure that we are able to feel like we have reached success, we need to define what that would look like for ourselves. This third tier, this final tier is not something so concrete. It's not something like the first tier where we can put physical action into bettering our sleep patterns or solidifying our boundaries. And it's not necessarily like tier two where we can define what it would look like to be more authentic or to have more integrity. Tier three is all about our emotional intelligence, our social intelligence, our trust that we have in ourselves and with others. Ultimately, tier three continues to grow and become stronger with the work that we are putting into tier one and tier two. That sounds like a whole bunch of 
visual that if you don't have the actual visual aids, it would really help to have. So if you go to DesireePetrick.com slash foundations, I will send you what this looks like. But try not to think too hard about it. The ultimate concept of the foundation of self is that happiness is based on our ability to control our lives. Our ability to be happy in the face of hard times, in the face of happy times, in the face of the good and the bad is about our ability to control our life. I'm not going to lie. Some people feel like they can't control their time. I was in this camp at one point. You work 40 to 60 hours a week. You've got a kid or multiple. You have obligations and responsibilities outside of what it is that you would like to do. So how can someone in that situation who feels the way that I just described feel like they are in control? You get to feel like you are in control when not only have you described what success would mean in this season of life because it will change and that's why we need to continue to revisit these things often, but it's also about knowing that you are the priority and you get to put the time that you do have control over into your physical health, into your relationships, into your hobbies. How many times have you decided to watch TV instead of exercise? How many times have you decided to go out to eat instead of staying home and cooking something healthy? How many times have you done something other than read the book that's been on your nightstand collecting dust? Now, these are just a couple of examples. How many times have you given in to that family member as opposed to setting the boundary that you wish you could set? All of these things, as minuscule and tiny and one-off as they are, they do start to have an overall compounding impact on how much we feel like we are in control of our own lives. So how can you start to take some of those things back? How can you set that boundary? How can you turn off the TV and read instead of consuming more television? Now, I'm not saying that if you want to stay at home and be by yourself because you feel more on the introverted spectrum than the outgoing or extroverted, that's okay. Your definition of what success would look like is going to be different than mine. That's the whole purpose of the foundation of self is it's so easy to feel like at any given moment, someone has the better answer. Someone is living the better life. You should be doing something because this other person looks successful on the outside. You should be engaging and doing these things because it will make you a better person. But until you really start to figure out who you want to be, what you want your life to look like, and the steps that it would take to get there, that's when we're going to really start to understand what it would look like to build a strong and stable foundation of self. Okay, so I said I wasn't going to be vulnerable, as vulnerable in this episode, but I've talked to a couple of people about this, and I feel like it's important for me to explain to you how I'm feeling and how I know that this foundation of self really does work. If you know me, you know that I like to throw around the number 60. That's 60 books read every year, everything from leadership to fiction and from memoirs to romance. The last Monday of every month, I release an episode of Lead with Confidence where we will dive deep into my favorite personal development book for the month. I will read them so you don't have to. 
However, I do truly think that books have the power to change your life. So if you're looking to learn and grow with some intentional action this year, check out my five favorite books that have moved the needle for me the most. Head over to DesireePetrick.com slash books. That's B-O-O-K-S. And I'll send you my list along with the links to get your very own copy. That's DesireePetrick.com slash books. Let's read and learn and grow together. So in the first episode and then followed up in the second episode of this series, I talked about how my mom had passed away and how for some reason I was taking it better than I thought I maybe should have. It was I was handling it well and it didn't occur to me until after I went through all that why that might have been. Prior to getting pregnant and being pregnant for nine months with my son, I had really strong physical health, mental health. My relationships were growing as I was becoming more of my authentic self. I was reading personal development, 60 books a year. I finally was engaging in my hobby of exercising and playing the guitar. My environment started to feel better as I was throwing out things that were cluttered. I was sleeping better because I was exercising more. I could go on and on down this list of all of the tier one pillars. I was engaging in all of these things. And then when something bad happened, when my life essentially came crumbling down, I had this really strong base. I had this strong foundation, this stable foundation where my confidence in my ability to do what I said I was going to do, my discipline in working out every day, my ability to be authentic and to have grown those relationships, those are the things that ultimately held me up in a really hard time. They created this stable foundation. And the best thing about tier three is that, well, best or worst, depending on how you feel, is that it's never going to stop growing. Whether you feel like you are failing or succeeding, your tier three is going to continue to grow. Your trust in yourself is either going to be tested. In other words, you're going to either succeed or you're going to learn something, both of which have the ability to make you a stronger, more rounded, more stable individual. But over the course of the last three months, three months ago, I hurt my back. It took six weeks to kind of start coming back out of that. And immediately after I started to feel better with my back, I got sick. One sickness after the other, after the other. And then my grandpa passed away and it all started to just come barreling down. With all of those things that happened, I had started to lose that stable base. I had started to lose my physical health because I wasn't working out because I had hurt my back, because I had been sick. My mental health was deteriorating because I wasn't doing those things that helped me to feel good, to feel in control. My sleep had deteriorated. My my career, this business that I am building was stressing me out because I wasn't taking care of myself first. So what I'm trying to say is that your trust and your emotional intelligence and your social intelligence are going to continue to get stronger. They're going to grow. You're going to know yourself better. You're going to be able to see things from other people's point of view. You're going to be able to have this self-awareness and that can be an absolute blessing or in my case, a little bit of a curse. 
because over the course of the last three months where I have just felt like there was one shoe dropping after another, I really started to feel like my authenticity was no longer mine to claim. I know that the things that I talk about work because I've lived them. I know that this foundation of self works because I lived it. I know that being consistent in an exercise routine can make you confident. But that's the exact point is that when you start to not do those things, when you let them fall to the wayside and you start to get pulled back into this resistance of getting back into your comfort zone of watching TV at night and not exercising every day, that's when the base and the stability starts to crumble a little bit. Success is something that we have to work towards every single day. Just because you were successful once, and remember, success is however you define it, not in the stereotypical, you know, generic way of claiming success, but the way that you define it. When you stop putting in the work, that's when we have to realize that there is the potential that we're going to crumble again. This imposter syndrome of knowing that things work for you, but not truly following through on it, that authenticity that starts to come into play, that's what's really going to make or break. So this understanding of myself, this self-awareness that over the course of the last five years I've been growing, it was a blessing and a curse. A curse because you can almost start to feel a little guilty. And like I said, a little bit of that imposter syndrome to feel like you're not necessarily being truthful in the things that you're saying, even though you know that you're right. The things that you're saying are right. And if you partake in them, they're going to make you stronger. But once you stop doing them, it's really easy to start to lose yourself and to start to lose that identity that you've claimed in the past. So it is a blessing because I I will not allow myself to dig as deep of a hole as I would have five years ago because I know myself better. I know when I'm falling out of these patterns, I can feel the stability of my foundation crumbling a little bit because these things that once made up my strong foundation, the physical health, the boundaries, all of the things, the sleep, the mindset, they all start to take a turn. But the most important thing, the number one rule about holes is that you have to stop digging once you realize you're in one. So that's where I'm at. My trust, my emotional intelligence of being able to meet people where they're at, my self-awareness of knowing that the conversations that happen in my head are within my own control and the bad habits that I'm starting to pick up are within my own control are helping me to turn the corner in the opposite way before it completely unstabilizes and crumbles beneath me. So when happiness is 100% in our control, because we have control of the way that we spend our time, we have control of the way that we relate to other people and interact with other people, we have control of all of the different habits that we do or do not place in our lives. That's what it means to have happiness 100% of the time. That's what it means to continue to grow in our trust in ourselves and in other people and to continue to grow in our intelligence all the way around. So 
again, if you want to see what this foundation of self framework looks like to get a better idea, DesireePetrick.com slash foundations. I promise you it will make sense. And the more work that you put into it, the more that you start to understand your own definition of success, the more that you understand the right combination of things for you in this season of life, the more that you're going to feel in control of your own happiness. So if this is something that is exciting to you, if this is something that gets you to think, I could feel more in control if I start to incorporate these different things into my life, I want you to reach out to me lead with confidence podcast at gmail.com. Send me a message at Desiree Petrick on Instagram and in LinkedIn. I want to hear what you want to put into your life. What pieces of this foundation of self could you incorporate so that you can become 100% in control of your own happiness, even when hard times come, even when bad things happen? We have the ability to overcome the thought process that could tear us down. So what are you going to do? What can you incorporate into your life so that we can continue to feel in control of our own happiness? Again, share this episode with anyone who you feel needs to hear this message. If you would rate and review this podcast, it would mean the world to me. That's how people find the show. So until next time, I'm excited to hear what you think of this foundation of self-framework. I'm excited to hear your thoughts, comments, arguments, Whatever it might be, I want to hear from you. Send me a message, reach out. But until next time, lead with confidence. Thank you so much for joining me as we grow together and learn to lead with confidence. If you enjoyed this episode, it would be so appreciated if you would leave a review wherever you listen to your podcast. I would love to know which topics you'd like to see covered in future episodes. So send me a message on Instagram at Desiree Petrick or send an email to leadwithconfidencepodcast at gmail.com. See you on the next episode of Lead with Confidence.